Chapter 4 Angels Visit General George Washington The following is a story written by Anthony Sherman, a close friend of George Washington. I want to tell you an incident of Washington's life, one which no one else alive knows of except myself, and which, if you live, you will before long see verified. From the opening of the Revolution, we experienced all phases of fortune, good and ill. The darkest period we ever had, I think, was when Washington, after several reverses, retreated to Valley Forge, where he resolved to pass the winter of 1777. Ah, I often saw the tears coursing down our dear commander's careworn cheeks as he conversed with a confidential officer about the condition of his soldiers. You've doubtless heard the story of Washington's going to the thicket to pray, while he also used to pray to God in secret for aid and comfort. One day, I remember well, the chilly winds whispered through the leafless trees. Though the sky was cloudless and sun shone brightly, he remained alone in his quarters nearly all afternoon. When he came out, I noticed that his face was a shade paler than usual and there seemed to be something on his mind of more than ordinary importance. Returning just after dusk, he dispatched an orderly to the quarters of the officer I mentioned who was in attendance at the time. After a preliminary conversation of about half an hour, Washington, gazing upon his companion with that strange look of dignity that he alone could command, said to the latter, I do not know whether it is due to the anxiety of my mind or what, but this afternoon, as I was preparing a dispatch, something seemed to disturb me. Looking up, I beheld standing opposite me a singularly beautiful being. So astonished was I, for I had given strict orders not to be disturbed, that it was some moments before I found language to inquire the cause of the visit. A second, a third, and even a fourth time did I repeat my question but received no answer from my mysterious visitor, except a slight raising of the eyes. By the time, I felt strange sensations spreading through me, and I would have risen, but the riveted gaze of the being before me rendered volition impossible. I essayed once more to speak, but my tongue had become useless, as though it had become paralyzed. A new influence... Mysterious, potent, irresistible, took possession. All I could do was to gaze steadily, vacantly at my unknown visitor. Gradually, the surrounding atmosphere seemed to become filled with sensations and grew luminous. Everything about me seemed to rarefy, including the mysterious visitor. I began to feel as one dying or rather to experience the sensations which I have sometimes imagined accompany dissolution. I did not think, I did not reason, I did not move. All were alike impossible. I was only conscious of gazing fixedly, vacantly at my companion. Presently I heard a voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. Here then followed a quite lengthy vision in which he was commanded three times to look and learn. We'll skip most of it and move to the conclusion. 
The scene instantly began to fade and dissolve, and I at last saw nothing but the rising, curling vapor I had first beheld. This also disappeared, and I found myself once more gazing upon the mysterious visitor, who in the same voice I had heard before said, Son of the Republic, what you have seen is thus interpreted. Three great perils will come upon the Republic. The most fearful is the third passing. The help against the third peril comes in the shape of divine assistance, which the whole world united shall not prevail against her. Let every child of the Republic learn to live for his God, his land, and his union. With these words the vision vanished, and I started from my seat and felt that I had seen a vision wherein had been shown me the birth, the progress, and the destiny of the United States.